Welcome to another episode of Ananda Marga Dharma Cast. This is a podcast series where we explore topics in spirituality using the teachings of Sri Sri Ananda Murti as our starting point. So today we're going to look at a discourse given by Ananda Murti, which is called The True Nature of Bhakti, and it's found in his book Ananda Vachanamritam, Part 7. So he's explaining what is bhakti and a certain aspect of, of bhakti. So there is a, a Sanskrit uh, shloka. It says, bhakti bhagavato seva bhakti prema swarupini. So bhakti is, is the attraction towards God. When we, when we see this universe is based on attraction, everything is, is attracted to one another. That's how it holds together. But when we have attraction, we have a possibility we could be attracted towards mundane things or we can be attracted towards God. And when we have that intense attraction towards the Supreme Being, that's, that's bhakti. In the first part of the, of the sentence, it says, Bhaktir Bhagavato Seva. He didn't discuss that in this essay, but basically what that means is bhakti means service to God. When we have when we our actions are done to, to serve God and to please God. And in other contexts, Anandamurti has also said in any case, if you serve humanity, you are serving God. But in this part where this essay he's talking about bhakti prema swarupini. So we, here we're, we're um, talking about prema, and prema means divine love. But what is the nature of this divine love? And he, here I'm going to quote what he says. He says, that action which causes one's mind to become clean and pure, and one's words and thoughts to become identical, that is, one does not entertain two eyes, an internal eye and an external eye, that can be called bhakti. So this is a big uh, part of human life, is that we're not sincere in a, in a large part of the time. Because the person, the best people are the ones who, who they think something, they say the same thing, and then they do it. They're straight. There's, there's a straightness of their mind. Then there's another category of people who will think one thing, they will say something, they will do what they say, but they're also thinking something else inside. So that's, that's a second category. And the worst category is someone who's thinking something, saying something different, and then doing something different. And in this essay, he calls attention to politicians that they often are in that third category. They're thinking one thing, they say something, and then they don't do what they say, and, and, and humanity suffers for that. But prema, when there's prema, divine love, uh, love for God, and you know it's a pure love, then the, the person who does that is straight. So we have to become straight in, our, in all of our thinking, doing, and saying. And then we have to have this, this love for the Supreme Being too. So he says, um, the mind becomes smooth, soft, and tender. 
the duplicity and quarrels which disturb the mind of the third category, the politician category, are non-existent in the minds of the devotee. So those who have Ishvara Premo, inner love for God, they remove the pebbles and stones from their path, making it smooth, neat, and clean. So non-indulgence in duplicity, hypocrisy, and other base mental propensities is the first sign of Ishvara Prema. Then he goes on, he says something very important. He says, say things clearly. Say, no, I am unable to do it. I shall not support you. Or talk straight. Do not say things like, it is good to see you again. Yes, of course, I shall think it over. Say immediately, no, I won't support you. Your actions are not proper. So you see what he's getting at here is that, that oftentimes people are not straight with each other, and this is not the way to go. So he, uh, he goes on, he says, devotees are capable of doing anything and everything. On the one hand, they can endure immense torture, and on the other hand, they can dance, sing, and feast in joy. For them, life is an abundance of blossoming flowers and, and sumptuous fruits. They derive bliss from every aspect of their lives. Others cannot do this due to their wickedness and sin. Their minds destroy bliss. So, so anyway, to keep, if you keep your mind pure and peaceful, then that bliss can flourish and won't be destroyed. Well, this is very short. I just wanted to say that because it's an important part of human life is to is to love God, to love humans, serve humans, serve God, and to be have our minds peaceful, pure, straight, and clean. And so prema, this kind of divine love, is not, as he mentions here, is not to be confused with, there's another Sanskrit word, kama, means um, desire, it could be physical desire. So here is a, a higher kind of love. So this is really a short message today that we should move towards the Supreme Being to serve humanity. Please, please that Supreme Being. And while we're doing it, we should express this prema, this divine love, and keep everything nice in our inside and outside. And whatever we, we're thinking and, and what we say and what we do, we should put them in line and we can dance and enjoy the, the bliss of this universe. So that, that'll be it for now. And um, if you're enjoying this type of a, a podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. You can subscribe. If you're listening on a podcasting platform and we're on all the different uh, platforms, then be sure to subscribe too. And if you're capable of giving a rating, then do that. And that will help us out. And because we'll know which which kind of content is is popular or not, and also whenever you interact with with the content online, what that does is that um, the algorithm then sends it out to more people. So so we should send spiritual messages out to more and more people. At least that's what I'm trying to do. So I want to just close with the yoga greeting, the yogi greeting. It's called Namaskar. It means, I salute the divinity. 
within you with my mind and all the love and cordiality of my heart. Yes.